Welcome to Off the Bounce. This is the championship NBA podcast that you did not know you needed in your life. I'm your host, Gajan, and as always, I'm joined by my baby, Vignesh. What it do, baby? And Nissan. What's going on, folks? You know I'm here with your championship fun fact. And did you guys know that Drake, yes, Champagne Poppy Drake, likes his chips with the dip? Hit him with the sound effect. I want my chips with the dip, so bring them this. You don't even care if it's that sour cream or that jalapeno dip. Now he likes his chips with the dip. Don't forget that salsa. Mm, Listen, we got to go premium for this one. Oh, yeah. It's been 26 years since Toronto won the championship. I think we're going to go for that avocado squeeze. Nice guacamole. Ooh, yeah, you're yeah. a big baller. I'm going to pay extra for that. You know why? Because we got ourselves a trophy. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I'm sorry. We got ourselves a trophy. Did y'all boys not get the memo? One more time for auspicious reasons. Did y'all boys not get the memo? Ooh, ooh. Listen, listen, listen. Ooh. We never told you off the bounce was unbiased reporting okay we never <laughs> we never started the show like we're some kind of big wig journalist okay wait a minute i thought this was a raptors podcast i thought we were just the blog boys mm, maybe we are just the blog boys who knows but this is a real special episode for us because after nearly no not nearly after has it been two years yes now it has officially been two years i think it's two years in like a month or so right well just about a month ago oh uh, yeah a month or so but we started off after the 2016 no the 2017 nba final no 2016 nba finals no 2017, 2017 yeah 2017 after 2017 NBA so listen after all this time did you really think that toronto was gonna be the nba champions of the world this must be a trick question <laughs> i mean when we started our show Two years ago. I mean, we're going to go way back. But I'm just saying, even two years ago, when we started this show, we wanted to just talk basketball. Fans of the game. Fans of the champion Toronto Raptors. Did you think that? Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. Did you think that we'd be celebrating so soon? No, no. Can you say that again? We are the what? Uh, I'm sorry. The NBA champion Toronto Raptors. We are world champions. Yeah, if, you know, we got to hit him with the baritone as well. <laughs> I never would have thought. I'll be honest with you. I never would have thought because when we recorded this. Wait, wait. We... Never would have thought? You that... mean you lost faith, no, brother? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase that. Let me backtrack a little bit. Mm. Before the Kawhi trade, mm. I honestly didn't think we would win a championship. I thought the furthest we would ever go, maybe the finals if LeBron left the East and it just seems like, you know, all the pieces almost kind of fell together and we just had the best roster ever, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the best player. I mean, it's arguable, arguably you can say, I mean, I would say confidently, this is probably the best Raptor ever in history. I don't like your tone right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to park you up back on the bench right now. I don't like his tone right now. I don't like the way you're talking right now, okay? A lot of uncertainties, a lot of <laughs> hedging right now. I don't like it, okay? I'll tell you, I'll take you to two years ago. I told you, if Toronto need to win a championship, we needed a superstar, a top three player. We got Ooh. a top one player. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> top one. The best player in the league this year was on the Toronto Raptors. I'm a fun guy. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. I'm a fun guy. Oh, yeah, baby. We had Kawhi Leonard, and I told you, I told you we were going to win this chip. You, you told us we were going to win the chip. 
I told you we were going to win this chip. And especially when we traded for Big Spain, Mark Gasol. Oh, just the jersey I happen to be wearing on right now. You know, you know this what? is very true. You, know you are you wearing what? a Gasol you know jersey. Let's go through the ups and downs of this mm. whole season right now. Mm. Right? What See, was the define? What was the tipping point moment for you? Clearly, well, listen. When when they got Kawhi, I'm like, they're definitely going to the final, the Eastern Conference Finals, no doubt about it. I was worried about Boston, but as soon as the first couple of months tried to trickle in. I'm like, I can see there's going to be issues with Boston. There is such a thing as having too many shooters and not being able to manage certain eagles. That certain eagle being uh, Kyrie Irving. Too many mouths to feed, Mm -hmm. boy. And you just saw the mentality of the Raptors to say, we're going to use our sports science to work to our benefit. And they called it load management, something the NBA was not familiar with. But if if you understand kinesiology... This is something that existed in this world of sports science. How do you like load management now? Yeah, yeah. How do you like it now? And I just saw that the Raptors, they were poised to make it to the finals, okay? When they made that trade for Marc Gasol, I'm like, I legitimately believe we now have a, uh, a real shot to win. To Why? beat the Golden State Warriors. Because you had... And a superstar. You need a, that super, a superstar and a unique superstar in Kawhi Leonard that he is the best. Everyone says one up. No, he is the best two-way player in the game right now. Okay? I invite any of you to argue with me on that. You had someone like Kyle Lowry that at his best is an all-star point guard. But even when he's not getting his shots to go down, knows in his mind, knows how to make his team better. And everyone likes to shit on him when he isn't scoring. But when even when he's not scoring, he still facilitates that ball and knows how to get his team going. We had OG and Siakam that were playing at two or even three years ahead of pace in terms of actual skill. Okay? OG got injured. That whole thing went down. But Siakam, my goodness, the maturity on this kid uh, to carry as far as he did. But when we got Marc Gasol, I'm like, finally. We have that big man with soft hands and knows how to pass. And more importantly, knows where his shot is. This is the key thing in basketball. If you know exactly where your shot is, you're going to get those high percentage points, especially those high percentage three, right? Where for him, it's, at, it's above the shoulder beyond the arc, maybe close to the center especially. He knows that shot. So when he has that shot, he's going to take it. And Nick Nurse would be... It's almost like sometimes Nick Nurse remembered, oh, yeah, we don't have JV anymore. We got this guy that can shoot. Let him shoot. And he, give, he gives you a solid 15, 18 points. When we had him, I looked at our squad, and I looked at the Golden State squad. Even with Kevin Durant at the time, I'm like, we have a shot. The whole Kevin Durant thing went down. I'm like, all right, we have way more than a shot right now. We, we're going to be NBA champions. And I'm going to laugh wholeheartedly in the doubter's face. Just to touch up on a couple of the points you made, you're right about Kyle Lowry, and you know, a lot of people like to go down at him and attack him, but he might not show it in the raw stats, but it's what he does on the court. And these are the you know the blog boys, so you say, that don't watch Raptors basketball throughout the regular season mm. and just tune in during the finals and you know all of a sudden have all these Raptors hot takes. It's like, nah, you don't watch him through the regular season. This guy, he, I think he led the league in charges taken. He's a point guard, mm. and he led the league in that. Yep. Right? He is, you know... Your Philly raw, like the pit bull dog. Yep. And he shows it on the court. And just to add on to the Marcus Gasol point, 
not only did he, you know, obviously he is much more smarter than Jonas, right? He is a better shooter. He is a much better passer, uh, much better player right now. When you say smarter, you mean court vision. Court, like, no, everything. IQ-wise, he is much, much better. It's like English, English math, everything. science, everything. Yeah, everything. His English is actually better. Wow, this yeah. is true. His Spanish English, is better? Yeah, it is better. So, you got to show some love to JV, though. Listen, Come JV, on, man. JV is like the Charmander, and oh. Marcus Gasol is the Charizard. Okay. All right? When you, you know put what? it that way, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. That's a yeah. fire Pokemon reference. Right? Right yeah. big, that's my, a big league reference, though. Right? For all my, all my Pokemon fans out there. <laughs> but it's not only like, you know, he knows where his shot is and his passing as well. You got to keep in mind, this guy has playoff experience. He went to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Right, and mm-hmm. he's lo- he's lost to the Spurs before. He's lost to the Golden State Warriors before. Mm-hmm. He has that experience, you know that that war mentality mm-hmm. alongside Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. Danny Green, mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka, who actually was on the team that lost to the Warriors when they were up three one. Yep. Right, you got to put all that together. Yeah, tie it with that young core, which, like you said, it's you know they're a couple years ahead of their time. Yeah, like. It's you know, insane. we're doing a lot of it's reminiscing. Crazy. I think we've got to do a special episode where we reminisce over the season. I think, I think let's bring it back to that game six. Let's bring it back to that game six. Uh, Viknesh, when you're watching this game, you see that Kevin Durant, you know, we talked about this, injured, gone, all that kind of stuff. Uh, going into the game, watching that game, what was your feeling like? Did, I, I, throughout the game, did you feel like, well, listen, number one, tell us where were you watching and who are you watching with? And then number two, uh, in that game, in that moment, did you feel like the Raptors were going to win the championship? This is exactly what I thought, right? I was watching it downtown, right outside Scotiabank Arena, Ooh. with a view uh, of Jurassic Park, because, you know, that's the only way you do it. Um, ooh. This was tough, because everybody, all, my, all the Warriors fans that I was talking to were talking to me like, you know, you know great. I'm so happy for you guys. Like, we'll see you guys in Game 7. They were talking like Game, game oh, 7 wow. was, was about to happen. Before I was like, the game started. I was like, I was like, guys, like Game 6 is not even done yet. It hasn't even started. Guys, mm-hmm. they were just so confident. Everyone was so confident in Game 6 Clay. And yes, Game 6 Clay did show up. That he did. Right? That he did. Yep. He, he did had, show up. He and fire. yes, he, he came out lights hot. Lights out, sorry. Not lights <laughs> hot. He was hot with lights out. But for some reason, I don't know if you guys felt this too, but for some reason I was like, hey, they are torching us, right? Clay is hitting those ridiculous threes. Clay is playing really well. But for some reason, the, it doesn't feel like Golden State is just like, it's, it doesn't feel like it's the avalanche of Golden State that's just like going to, going to demoralize us, right? Like we were still within arm's reach. You know, by the by the end of the half, we were up four points, mm-hmm. right? We made that run. And the moment you see Kyle Lowry come out of the first quarter and hit three and hit three straight threes to open the game and drop mm. drop 15 points in the first quarter with Pascal Siakam aggressively hitting those corner threes, I was like, yo, something's up, right? Because usually it's Kawhi that goes, you know what? I'm going to go get it. Yep. But, it's Kyle, if, but we're seeing Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam go, yo. We're going to go get it. Yeah. Right? So throughout this entire game, you're like, we're winning this game. Oh, I was like, this is going to be tough because Clay is playing amazing. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that we, can, we will make this game super competitive and we can get this win if we try. We have to dig in, but yeah. we can get this W. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching this game and I'm thinking, 
there is no way the Raptors are not going to win in the Oracle tonight. They're not. They're not. They're, sorry. There's no way they're not going to win. So even with Game Six, Clay, you are a hundred percent certain. Yes. Yes. I said. I said it before. I said it again. Raps in six, guys. Go back to when we talked about this before the series started. Go back to when we were talking about the Buck series, the Philly series. I told you, Raps in six. It was going to happen. Yeah, what I tell you. Exactly. So when going into Game Six, all the stats were in my favor. Why would I? listen? I know a lot of people had anxiety. I know Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, everyone, everyone was anxious. Max Kellerman, sometimes he's against stuff, sometimes he's with stuff. Canada, Canada's soft. It, they're nice. I like visiting too, but it's soft. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, Drake, Drake is soft. a dope rapper. He is a dope rapper, but you know what's soft? You're soft. Chris Broussard, looking like a cinnamon roll. Are you guys stupid? Are you crazy? Are you dumb? Which one? You can pick one. Pick Ooh. one. Pick mm. one. Which mm. one are you going to take? I kept telling you. I kept telling you guys. I know those of you that have been listening to the show. I've been telling you. Raps in six. They've never lost at Oracle this year. This year. That is true. The only time that the Raptors have lost to the Warriors this season has been at two home games during the NBA Finals. Listen, going into this game, I knew we were going to win. I didn't think we were going to win like that. I thought we would be down in the half, come out guns blazing, take a big lead, and have a nice three to four possession buffer going into the final minutes. That ending two minutes was definitely too close to call for, uh, too close for my fan blood right now at the time. Sorry, I should say, but I knew we were going to win. Was it regulation or overtime? That was the only question watching those last two minutes. How are we going to win? Are we going to win in regulation or overtime? Steph took that final shot. And in my mind, I'm like, it's not going in. If it was Andre Godala, I won't lie. I was worried. I was worried if Andre was going to take that last well, shot. Well, Andre did catch fire that game. I mean, he, he was he was he, he was, was, he was really. hitting some threes. Draymond hit a very timely three. Yeah, at, at yeah. the end of that game too. But man. Steph, in those in that point nine of a second, whatever it was, that time left over. No, no, I knew the ball was not going in. That, I knew we were coming back with that chip. Yeah, I mean, when I was watching this game, went to the local Jackassers, you know, right down the street, and after like going in. You know, previous episode, I did change my change my call from seven to six, just for some reason. You know, it just sounded poetic. We both did. Yeah, we both did. Just sounded poetic. Six and six, right? Um, once that tip off happened and Kalari just went off, I did not expect it. And at that point is when I realized. I mean, the game was still close, right? Clay was keeping it in. Clay again. Game six, Clay was actually in game five as well and showed up for game six. Mm. But what Kalari, you know, showed us in that first quarter. I'm, I personally, I haven't seen something like that from him. You know, you can see a whole performance from him where he puts up, you know, puts it up on the stat sheets and on the floor on the defensive end. But for him to do that in the first quarter alone, that's what, you know, took me by surprise because I'm like, this is going to be a whole different game. You know, and you mentioned, you know, Pascal Siakam finally hitting those corner threes. And I'm pretty sure all of Canada was erupting when, you know, Pascal Siakam finally hit a corner three. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then I'm like, this is really our game. You know, I didn't think we were going to blow them out of the water because, again, you got to keep in mind, they're the defending champs. They still have Clay and Steph, and Andre was hitting shots, right? They're, the defend- they're not going to yeah. go down easy. It was going to be a fight to the very end. 
And I kid you not, the entire second half, I did not sit down once. Yo, that game was It was nerve-wrecking right to the end. High-stress scenario. That, that third quarter, there was like this key moment in that, in that third and the early fourth quarter, like majority of the fourth quarter, where we had no offense going. And who stepped up? My boy, Steady Freddy. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I honestly didn't even expect that. Like, I love him as a backup point guard. Amazing. You know, he's definitely Steady Freddy. But for him to blow it out of the water in the fourth quarter and get one finals MVP vote, I was... Why are you surprised, man? He gave, He's Fred Sr. You know, right? You, no, no. You're you've right. been watching Fred Jr. <laughs> Yo, I have a question for you. Yes. How come you never balled out after you had a kid? Uh, I did. I started the Risky Fox Media Company. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you realize that the Risky Fox Media Company began three years ago, soon after my son was born? So I'm still amazed by the, the stuff that comes out of your mouth. Come on now. <laughs> come on now. I balled out. I started a damn near media conglomerate that is growing exponentially every single month. No, 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 no. Listen, zip it. I'm talking. I'll let you talk. And I'll tell you right now, you ever come at the king, you better watch your back. Damn! <laughs> well, so is that the key to life? Yeah, man. Just have, just have a son. As soon as you become the senior, you're good. What it do, baby? Yeah, <laughs> you already know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, guys, seriously, like, it, it's insane just to talk about it. Like, you, can, you, guys, you guys can hear it in our voices. We're obviously happy for the city, happy for the team. But... Should we talk about the offseason or are we still going to talk about the finals? Yo, like, wait, we got to we still whoa, break down this no, game. Whoa, no, no, whoa. I, I, I didn't know you I were the like host of this NBA podcast yeah, right now. Yeah, I don't like the tone. Yo, what is, yo let's, let, let, let me bask in that glory a little bit. Let, oh, me, sh- let me scream like Freddie after he hit that after he hit that dagger three over DeMarcus. Ooh, mm, mm, that mm. step back. He, yo, that he step, was after he, step back. After he hit Alfonso McKinney with that hezzy and the step back, mm. and he just... Splashing like I was like, am I watching Steph Curry or am I watching? Hold on, guys, hold on. Can, guys, can we pour one out for Alfonso McKinney right now? I Yo. mean, that, this man did not ask to make his first series of appearances. This is the, during this series. He's literally pouring a drink out. Yeah, pouring one out. <laughs> hold on, you guys forgot about how he cooked up Quinn Cook as well. Oh, oh man. pouring one for he Quinn. He threw Cook's a step angles. back at him too. You know what I feel like? You know what I think the key was? It was him defending uh, Steph Curry. You know. Him defending Steph Curry, he's just like, you know what? You're the greatest shooter of all time, aren't you? Just grab a little touch here and there. Wait, wait. No, he, no, no, no. He's, I th- the, the, the secret was that he became Fred Sr. Yo, you talk about Charmander, Charizard. No, no, this dude just... Mega Evolved? No, no, no. We're talking about a different anime, son. This man went Super Saiyan, God Super Saiyan, Instinct Mode, times 10, KO Ken, 100. Whatever Dragon Ball Z is at right now. <laughs> okay? 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 I'll Fred Sr. is a different man. He's That's a, a, he's a uh, changed human. Put some respect on his name. Oh, all right. Let's get a little bit serious now. This is the first time Trophy has been north of the border. First time Raptors winning a championship. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. Excuse me. Let me get this candy out of my mouth because, ooh. I'm just trying to get more of that sweetness, you know, that same taste. But I said it before on this show. I've said it to my friends, to colleagues. The NBA is the most difficult professional sport to win a championship in. 
The reason I say this is, one, you're talking seven-game series. So let's just cut out a bunch of sports that don't have a seven-game series because, you know, when it's down to one game, like a football, like an American football, whatever it may be, in a one-game elimination, I don't believe the best team wins. And sometimes you have lady luck on your side. With football, I will also say that with in this league, a key quarterback in an offense-heavy league, you can just skew the odds in your favor, steal a victory. Referees have too much oversight in this. Again, the best team doesn't necessarily win, right? It's offense versus defense. It's never offense versus offense. There's a whole bunch of factors here. So let's just cut all of those sports out. Baseball, you have two good pitchers. You can win the World Series. You can, be, you can literally win the World Series with two good pitchers and maybe some help from your bullpen. That's how much of an impact it can have on that game, a single position. You look at hockey. You have a Carey Price, a Tuka Rask, right? A Jonathan Quick. To be honest, Tuka Rask didn't win. Not this one. I'm talking about before. Ah, okay. Yes. A Lundquist. Any one of these guys, even the guys that didn't win, you can still have a goalie that's on fire and go straight to the Stanley Cup Finals. That is true. Right? No matter how much offense you have, no matter how much offense you have in the NHL, there's still one man that stops the puck going in. And if you happen to have the best one in the league, guess what? You're going to the Stanley Cup Finals. End of discussion. Okay? The NBA, you need a complete team. You are playing in a sport where you can't just beat up the other person and physically take them out of the game. It is a seven-game series, and in this league, one that requires at least one legitimate superstar. And when I say superstar, I mean someone that is in the top half percentile. No, scratch that. Top 0.1 percentile. Of the league. If you're looking at 25, sorry, 250 on average players in the league, you need someone that's in the top five. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's like 0.05 or something like that. Somebody do the mats, the quick mats, and tell me later. But in the NBA, you need that to happen. Look at every team that's won before us. Golden State. Look at Cleveland. They had LeBron, right? Look at San Antonio. They had Kawhi the last last time. Look at Miami before them. 0.02%. Thank you, caller. Right? Look at Dallas. They had Dirk Nowitzki, who, who was just played at a superstar level that time. Right? Yep. Arguably, arguably, you can look at the Boston Celtics when they last won with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen and say, okay, a team with three all-stars, maybe not a superstar, won a championship. They played at a superstar caliber, but you can argue that they weren't superstars. Okay, you can make that argument, no problem. But the Lakers had Kobe. That is true. Right? The NBA is the most difficult of all the professional sports to win a professional championship in. I said it before. I'll say it again. And this is why this championship brought 2.2 million people into the streets of Toronto. Hey, Cleveland, I don't want to hear your comments. I've saw some of this on Instagram, on Reddit. Don't tell me that I should be in Cleveland in 2016. I should have seen that. Uh, you guys had 1.3 million. Okay? We damn near had double what you had. No, we, we did. We Probably did. more than double. No, I mean, we had like, 2.2. They had 1.3. That's not double, my friend. 
I think it would have been more. I think it was definitely more than 2.2. All right. You were out there with the counter? He yeah. was out there with the counter? I was out there with the All counter. Right, man. I don't want to argue with this guy. This guy gets angry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then LA fans. Listen, I, for most sports, I will pick, you know, a team in both conferences to root for. Why? I, I love sports in general, and I want a reason to be invested in the other, you know, league or conference, not league, but conference or other coast, whatever it may be. So I have something to watch. I love sport. Give me somebody else to cheer from. So Lakers have been my team when I was growing up, right? Michael Jordan, I appreciate him, but I didn't get invested in the Bulls. We already had the Raptors, but I got invested in the Kobe Shaq era. Been a Lakers fan. But Lakers fans, you better damn shut your mouth telling me that we should be there for those parades, that those get wild. With 900,000 people? Not even a milli? At your last parade? What? No, 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 no. There ain't no chip parade. Like a Toronto chip parade. Okay? 2.2 million people. Look at the pictures from beginning to end. Packing the entire city. The parade was delayed by three and a half hours because that's how much people they had to navigate through. It was actually the longest parade in sports history. Five plus hours, I believe. We had, we had just under. 10% of the Canadian population show up for the parade. I mean, take that for data. Listen, okay, listen. Let's just let's just round it up here. Let's just say 33 million, right? Yeah. We had 22. Okay, so that's a little bit under. But Mm -hmm. hold on, do the quick math right now. Give me 2.2 million of that 33 million. Guys, you guys have to wait for me right now. <laughs> okay, maybe my math was a little wrong. Okay, we had damn near one percent of the population. <laughs> two point two million people showed up. I'm so exuberant, my math is not working. But two pretty point- much all of Toronto. Yeah, I mean it was insane because the fact that the it was- we had a third of Toronto show up. What yeah. am I even talking about all of Canada for? They can't show up. Manitoba can't show up for this. Vancouver can't show up for this. That's true. Let's talk about let's look at Toronto. 6.6 million people in the city of Toronto, okay? We had 2.2 show up. That's a third. A third of the city. Again, like, barric- some barricades were up. Some. You know, the city was not ready for this. And it was can, a shutdown you, you thing. Can, you can see these time lapses that people were taking. Those barricades were gone. Like, the entire streets were filled from... One end to another. It's just a sea of red is all you see. And they literally had to get the police to move people out of the way just to squeeze the bus through. It was insane. Again, longest parade in sports history. I don't think people are taking that in. You know, know, like the players were exhausted by the time they got to the actual stage. They were were turned. I know. That's what they were. They were were so turned. Marcus Saul almost fell off that bus a couple times. He almost fell asleep on stage. I kid you not. He almost fell asleep on stage. I could have sworn he almost fell asleep. You know what? That was wicked. And for all the Golden State fans that go, hey, this championship has an asterisk. Has an asterisk. No. Has don't, an asterisk. Don't, even, don't even get me it's started. It's like, hey. Get the sound what, effects ready. What about don't that, even get me started. What about that time in 2015 when you guys won? When the Cleveland Cavaliers had no Kyrie, had no Kevin Love for the entire series, huh? Mm. Two out of the three superstars were missing, and you guys won the championship. Don't Where was your goddamn asterisk yeah. then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you followed it up by winning 73 games, and 
losing the goddamn chip in game seven mm. on your home floor. Mm. Right? Tell them. When you were 100% healthy. Mm. Oh, no, but then you're saying, oh, no, but, you know, Steph wasn't 100%. Listen, baby boys and baby girls. Injuries are a part of the game. What the Raptors just did turned the league upside down. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say, I'm going to take it to three points right now. Mm-hmm. The Raptors showed that depth will beat talent when talent is depleted, mm-hmm. right? The Raptors surrounded one legitimate superstar with an insurmountable amount of depth to support him. Whereas the Golden State Warriors had stacked the chips in their favor with tons of talent lacking depth. Front heavy. Front heavy, right? What, what the Raptors also showed you was, what the Raptors also showed you was, you don't need Daryl Morey's analytics Ooh. to win a championship. Ooh. The man who shipped Kyle Lowry out of Houston to teach him a lesson is now sitting wiping wiping Kyle Lowry's sweat off his shoes, wondering, can this help my analytics? Ooh. <laughs> you right? know, one... I didn't quite get that reference at the end, but I I just, it just sounded it very just, vicious. Yeah, it just sounded amazing. I like it. But one... I mean, can I just add a fourth point to that? Yo, add it just up. Just a fourth point. It is that, you know, I, w- I wish we have a lot of... If we, if we have any young listeners or young ballers out there, just keep this in the back of your head. Defense wins championships. As cliche as that sounds, it is the whole truth and nothing but the truth. That defense wins championships. And we've seen it with the Detroit Pistons. I think you said this before multiple times on this show. But... We're but in the for the last few years. Wow, Nissan Nissan actually for a second forgot that he said this on the show. Yes, you did, yep. man. I, I for the last few years though. Wow. I think I did. Wow. You know why? I went from taking two pills to taking seven. Oh yeah. I don't I even took, remember anymore. Yo, I saw some people popping some pills out that parade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let, let me there. let me tell you let me tell you one thing about defense with championships. You know, the last few years we've been blessed with watching some amazing historical offenses, right? You know, Golden State, Cleveland. Offensive heavy teams, amazing, but that but that 2016 championship, what did it come down to? Right, two defensive plays and one stop. Right, a key defensive play, the chase down block. Kevin loves defense on Steph. Right, and what did this? What did this? What did the Raptors show time and time again? Right, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did um? What did Steph Curry call our defense? What was that word? What did janky? he call it? Was it janky? Was it janky. Janky. Hmm. Well, you're sucking the life out of me right now. Oh yeah, Steph Curry, who's janky now? Mm. That's a nice janky ass Larry Ob trophy that we got over there, don't we? It's a nice janky trophy. It's a nice janky trophy. Mm-hmm. You know what time it is? When you see me, you better wave <laughs> friendly too. Friendly too, okay, Steph and Clay. Yo, friendly yo, 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 too. yo, Draymond. Didn't you say fun times ahead? <laughs> Did you say fun times ahead? Yo, fun times ahead, baby boy. Mm-hmm. Fun times ahead. Mm-hmm. Hey, Clay. Hey, Clay. Get your bum ass over here, man. <laughs> Get your bum ass over here. <laughs> See you. Yo, Clay, when you're wakeboarding this summer. <laughs> <laughs> when you're wakeboarding, Clay. Oh, oh, how sweet it is. Ah, 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 Are you guys stupid? Are you crazy? Are you dumb? Which one? Pick one. You can pick one. Pick, pick one. Pick one, boy. I, you know what? One for each of them. Draymond, Steph, and Clay. 
you know, people listening to this show that have been listening for a while, you know, they're wondering, like, guys, 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 you're normally so poised, so composed, professional. You bring great insight to the NBA, you know, stuff that you just don't get from American NBA media. Why? Why are you going down to this level? Going down? We ain't going down. We going up. And on the way up, we're going to push some people out of the way and remind them, remind them how it feels. To be clowned by a few Canadians. Right? I've been waiting all summer for this. Oh. So thrilled to be here. (laughs) 24 summers. You know what? 24 summers. That was like, okay. I I really wanted to know because I reacted this way. How did you guys react? We won the championship. I was like, I wasn't like, cheering right away. I was just like, I just like staring at the screen like yeah, did this yeah. really yeah. just happen yeah did this happen did this not what's happening how did you guys react so i i i went nuts at the bar crazy daps hugs shouting everything you know and i and i got back to my hotel room and i must have scrolled for hours on instagram i had the tv on with the press conference and i was just scrolling just just absorbing every hot take every reaction Every camera angle, every replay, and went to bed, you know, just so happy. And I woke up and I was just, you know, it just felt so good. You know, of all the teams that I cheer for, of all the sports, I, you know, I'm an Eagles fan. So for them to win their first two years ago, that was great. I was in Philly when they won. You know, I was in Philly. It doesn't match this. It doesn't match when you're that, that one sport, that one favorite sport, your favorite team, you know, the lovable loser, it, nobody believed that they could do it. That kind of storyline, and to do it against what everyone was saying, the best dynasty of this generation. Not just best team, best dynasty of this generation. I was so prepared Ooh. to be like, I was so prepared to be like, yo, we were so close. We almost won. I know because we just played this. I know that's how you are sometimes. But like you know, we have you know we could build on this, and then I was just like, we won. I was like, what now? We won. I I looked. We won. I was, you know, just kind of like you. I was taken back for a moment. Like the hair on the back of my neck started to like just go right up, and I was just like, once I heard that buzzer sound, I was like, oh my god! And you literally see the entire. The entire bar just jumped for joy as if like, you know, we were so relieved and like the Drake curse was gone. Like there's no Drake curse <laughs> out here. But, you know, I looked I looked at the person next to me. I'm like, are we are we about to go downtown? Because I could just imagine like the people at the bar ran outside before the trophy even came out and started blasting music. And I'm like, downtown is probably going crazy right now. And I'm like, you know what? You never know when this is going to happen again. Yo, that, that Young Street, Young Street was packed was, from front all the way up to Steeles. And if y'all don't know how far that is, pull up your Google Maps. Mm. From Young and Steeles down to Toronto, like downtown Toronto. Just, just pull that up. Like, that's how packed it was. And just to be a part of that and walk down the streets, you know, high-fiving people you've never seen in your life. I've never seen so much people in one night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... Mind you, cancel out the parade right now. That night was crazy. I can't even find the words for it, but yeah. literally high-fiving to the point my I couldn't even feel my hand anymore. Yeah. I couldn't feel my hand. All 27 all, kilometers of one street 
were packed. Yikes. Right? Take that for data. Yikes. That's 27 kilometers up one street, stretching from the heart of the city to North York. 27 kilometers were packed. I, I, the whole city was partying. I'm going to tell you guys one thing. When that buzzer went off, yep. about 30 seconds afterwards, a real man tear came down my face. Yeah. Re- just one. Just one. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. a real man tear. You mm-hmm. know what? What's crazy about all of this is? Is we got to give a shout out. Oh, to who? We're giving shout outs? Yeah. We're giving shout outs. To who? To the entire Raptors bandwagon. Oh, we're open for business. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the greatest city on earth. Welcome to the greatest team. In the world right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll Welcome to the NBA. Mm. All those, you know. Here's the thing: there is there is a place for bandwagoners. There is a place. It's guys, a big wagon wagon. We guys, have. guys. I know there's a bunch of diehard fans listening, but you got you got to remember, like bandwagoners, they 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 stack the deck. All right, they stack the deck. Two point two million. You don't get to that without the bandwagoners. Which, is, but, but yo, like they're so you, they're a part of the city, though. They're part of the city. Let them let them enjoy this moment. I I like this. You know, the people that said we're never gonna be a championship. We're never gonna be a championship team. We're never gonna win. Free agents don't want to play here. They don't like coming north of the border. They won't play in the cold. We're gonna get swept by LeBron. Kawhi is just gonna refuse to play. JV is better than Marc Gasol. Oh yeah, you got that one. Yeah, I hated that one. Can you say that again? JV is better than Marcus Gasol. <sighs> you know who you are. We seen you at the parade. We shouldn't have fired Dwayne Casey. We shouldn't have traded Demar Derozan because, well, he was a Raptor and he loves the city. <sighs> That's all great and well said. Bandwagoners, listen. Despite all of that, we still welcome you with open arms because we believe. As long as you put on that red jersey, as long as you put on that old school hat, whatever it may be, there's a spot for you on the bandwagon for you. But only the Raptors bandwagon. Yep. Right? Yep. And I, I, we were in the parade and I saw this wonderful, wonderful sign. Yes. That had a picture of LeBron's crying face. Ooh. And which said, Anthony Davis isn't going to save you. Oh, no, no. And no. I was like, oh. How sweet it is. LeBron James. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, uh, this is just a, a, a unique episode. Normally, we have, like, topics and themes and all this kind of stuff. No, this is just a celebration in the moment. Uh, but before we go, wait, did you want to hit him with another sound effect? I'll save it to the end. Okay. Before we go, just a couple of quick points. I just want to get your, just give me one, two sentences. 80, traded to the Lakers. Anthony Davis for pretty much the entire Lakers division. Uh, Viknesh, how do you feel about this trade? Um, I think this is a trade that the Lakers had to do. Yep. I don't know if it's going to, you know, okay, they have the best odds now to win the 2020 championship. I don't think this is going to give them the ring. They need to fill out that team. Misa? Pending they stay healthy, they are going to the finals next year. Wow. Uh, that's pretty bold. They don't have uh, a, a team uh, to play around them. I don't even think they make it to the uh, NBA Finals. Uh, Kyrie Irving is pretty much uh, almost a lock to be in Brooklyn. Uh, tell me, why? if you're Brooklyn, why do you want Kyrie? I guess so people can finally come to our games. He is technically better than DeAndre Russell. 
The only explanation is that the Brooklyn organization believes the Earth is flat. Can I can, can I give one shout out though? What do you want to give? A shout shout out? out to Boston, cause y'all crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ooh, ooh, you just had to do it, eh? You just had to put the dagger in there. You know okay. who really had the last laugh though? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and with that, let's let's just call it an episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. For all you Toronto Raptors fans, enjoy this moment. Sweet, sour, salty, whatever part of the tongue it is, just enjoy the flavor because it's the best championship that this country has ever seen. Best in the world. You know what time it is. When you see me, you better wave friendly too.